35 minutes past four. It was our time here on Sound Awake. Let's talk wellness. And we're talking about survival mode, how to get out of this survival mode. And we know life can be difficult. We've got stresses left, right and center that can be brought on by financial and emotional challenges that you find yourself living in survival mode just to keep going. And what needs to be done about this? It can uh, have downsides, this life thing. So how do we get out of that situation and that we learn to live fully despite what might be happening around us? Batseba Mutwa, who is a psychologist in private practice, joins us to unpack this topic of uh, survival mode. Batseba, how are you doing? Thanks for joining us. Um, I'm surviving, thank you. Good morning. Are you in survival mode also? Okay, so then you are the perfect person to speak to. You'll give us great examples. Let's define it firstly, uh, survival mode. What is it? Um, yeah, so remember the, the rule that am I living, am I existing, or am I just surviving? And and, and, and I like what you said when you said um, just getting by, mm. you know, um, I think it's it's that it's like being in a in, in, in a flight, a fight or flight response. You know, it's like being there isn't. It's, it's just that state of just cheering on mm. in a robotic manner. Because what else can you do? You know, it's just going forward. But there is a sense of not really being present. Mm. It's just, you know, getting by daily. Um, but also there is that sense of sluggishness and that whole, you know, in a state that is a bit, you know, ne- negative and poisonous because it's like, okay, cool, just dragging through daily. Um, so that's, that's, that's what, you know, being in that survival mode. But there's also an, an aspect as well of, adapting as well mm. you know? so, so is it tough? yeah is it short term to be in survival mode or can it be a long-term thing uh, or, or can it interchange and be both depending on where one finds themselves in life um i think i think it's a you know um it depends but mostly mm. it would be short term right but sometimes we can get so used to being in, in, in survival mode that we sort of like adopt that way of being uh, because it's so tough. What else can you do, mm. right? Remember, we're talking about, you know, it, it's very, um, when we're talking survival, it, we're talking about these primitive ways of being, you know? Like the basic thing, you know, I have to get by, water, the ba- you know, what comes in mind is the basic thing. You know, can I eat? Can I sleep? Can I like wake up tomorrow and do what I need to do, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's just about it's not even about security and and all these things. It's not about hope and the future. It's not future oriented. It's just about the now, the here and the now, you know. Because something is sort of like startled to you, and you're like, okay, cool. You know what? I might not make it through, but for now, let me do what I need to do, and hence somehow. You know, one could end up adopting, you know, negative ways of, uh, you know, of trying to cope just to be able to make it through the day. And I'm thinking, you know, alcohol comes through at the top of my mind and people who drink, they really don't like me that much. But, you know, you might find that a person is even struggling to sleep and sort of like, 
reach for that bottle because at least if I can sleep through that, you know, that whole self-medicating because it's just too much to feel and to see and to hear all these things. But then you need somewhere somehow to, to be able to be here. How much of survival mode can be attributed to fear? You talk about our fight or flight response as being part of this. Um, I think a lot of it. Because remember, um, even genetically, um, what happens when we sort of like um, exposed to anxiety in a, a provoking situation, when we are triggered, what happens? Mm-hmm. You know, we know that our central nervous system will sort of like go there. You know, we, you know, the the two systems, the para and the sympathetic, will sort of like help us, you know, to to survive whatever ordeal that um, we are facing. So most of it is triggered by fear, because now you don't, you know, the whole uncertainty. So most of it is triggered by the uncertainty because you're not sure of the future, you're not sure of what is going to happen. But at the same time, you know, the fear is based and gouging everything. And once it takes over, then what happens? You know, one can, you know, it influences even the way you feel and the way you think, your ability to make sound judgments and sound decisions. And hence, it's like, as long as I can just make it through, it's okay. It might not even be at a conscious level Mm. because there isn't a sense of awareness. Okay, so what are the ways that we act then when we are in survival mode? You mentioned that we might consume alcohol, uh, we might have sleep deprivation, uh, uh, you mentioned also self-medicating. What are the other ways? Um, you know, it's, the, the other thing is, is being pessimistic, mm. you know, um, because everything is sort of like in that negative way. So it, it's being pessimistic, being in that thinking zone where... Um, Everything, you know, everything that we're seeing is, is negative. It's, it's our inability to, um, to sort of like, you know, control ourselves, you know, our, our impulses. Remember now, uh, sometimes when you are in this sluggish mode, when you are in this uh, negativity, interesting enough, we tend to seek um, negative things. For instance, like, like now with... with, with um, if you're going through these things, you're thinking, okay, cool, let me watch the news because I want to know what is happening. But can you imagine there's so much negativity which also fuels the current situation? So if you expose yourself to more negative news, that happens. You know, that inability to control the exposure. You want more, you want to hear more. You know, initially what's happening is that I need to, to be informed, I need to know what is happening. But at the same time, you know, we get trapped in that inability to say, listen, enough is enough. I've had the feedback, I've had whatever is happening around the world, but I cannot continue, you know, uh, being exposed to this because it reinforces, you know, this currently, the, the currently present um, negative feeling that you're having. And, excuse me, mm-hmm. and, and, and other things, you know, that it do that one could actually do is is actually um, go back to that um, state of being so self-centered that you don't even care about you know those people that are around you. Mm. You know it's just you existing. 
And we've seen it also with COVID when it started. You know, where people just went around and then they were, you know, buying groceries and anything. But think about it. I mean, at, at some point, there were people who were just buying as much garlic and without consideration for sanitizer or mask, without any consideration of, okay, can't I just get enough for now so that other people can have access to mm, The toilet paper and, one was a big one, thing, I remember. Yes. And and the same thing now, you know, we even with kids and we understand people don't have food and anything, but at that moment, it's like the looting comes in. You know, because what is it? You know, people, they want to survive. And if it's written because we're going to get this and we're going to sit there, we are a community of 50 or 100 people. We're going to take whatever and we're going to spread it, you know, amongst ourselves. But what happens? You know, people just take and it's just for themselves so that they can be able to survive despite everybody, everybody else going through whatever, as long as we are okay, as long as I'm okay. And and that's what we usually see. You know, people will, do, people will go for certain things just for their own survival. Um, yeah. And and also it's it's sort of like loss of control over your emotions and, and, and your mind, how your mind works. And I think also because we are so overwhelmed. Um the the, the other thing is that you know that, that being haphazard, you know, there isn't you're not goal orientated, you're not planning anything, it's it's just just all over the place because you don't really have control over your internal state. Mm. Is it all bad? Is it uh, all bad to be in survival mode? I think we've covered in terms of if you are in survival mode, you spend so much time focusing on the dangers that you miss out on the opportunities, you know, not really being present, as you say, and also that a survival mode will shut off that part of you that wants to be positive and you become pessimistic and, and be selfish. Is it all bad to be in survival mode? Um, remember, it's all about self-preservation, right? Um, so I think for, for a short while, you know, why do you still, because also remember, there's still that denial of the situation, right? There's a part of you that is like, I can't believe this is happening. So for, for, a, for a short period of time, and, and I wouldn't really say it in terms of chronologically, how long or whatever, mm-hmm. but for, for why do you Still trying to gather yourself, you know. Why are you still trying to process everything? It is okay because if you don't do that, you know, you might even just drop dead because everything is too much for you. Because you, you're just trying to process what is happening, but it's too much for you. So there is that sense of you going retreating. I think that the right word would be retreating. Mm-hmm. So for a short while, it is okay to retreat to sit there and sort of like try to gather your strength. But after some time, you know, one has to get out of the denial. One has to sort of like face what is happening. Because usually there could be an adversity, a challenge, or whatever that is going on. I mean, if you wake up today and you're indebted, you've lost your job, and, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot that is on you, depending on you. Yeah. So you can only do that for, for a short period of time, but you have to sort of like bounce back somewhere, somehow to be able to say, listen, this is what is happening, this is, this is my reality. What am I going to do about this? Uh, where am I going to go? What is, you know, which resources can I pull through together? Yes, let's you talk know, about that. Well, which resources can we pull through together to switch then from survival mode to thriving mode? Um, so, so now, remember... Part of it, you know, I was talking mostly about the internal state, you know, where it's mostly happening to you as an individual. But I think 
the whole setting out into empathy. Mm-hmm. You know, because now you sort of like trying to understand, uh, am I the only one going through this? And I think with, with COVID, that's, that's another thing that sort of like gave us the strength because you realize, you know, this is not just my problem. You know, this is a global thing. Everybody's going through this. So when you sit there and you actually start to get out of yourself and understand that, you know, other people could be going through whatever, but how are they doing it? You know, so all of a sudden that, that, that sense of our humanity that allows us to step out of ourselves is the very first step that mm. helps us. Because now, you know, when you go onto your humanity, it's so, it's so humbling. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, you, you become aware. There is that awareness of, oh, okay, look, yeah. I'm not the only one. Let's yeah, listen to. Sorry, we, before we cut out, we we, we um, I need to cut you off there a little bit, uh, uh, because we're going to run out of time. I want to just squeeze in a question from one of our listeners. Thank you. Good uh, good morning, this is Asando and Sandra Wake. Oh, a nice show you guys have put on today. Like, as obviously, I was telling my friend, it seems like I've given up with my life, like because I'm no longer having a thought of like I want to see myself having having this and that, you know what I mean? Like big mansions, uh, luxury car and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I only appreciate living, you know what I mean? It seems like I've given up and I, I don't even like, I don't even understand what I'm doing. So uh, that's my question to you. Like, how do you tell apart like that now we have thrown a towel on this life or maybe like we have find a way of like maintaining a peace within your heart. Like, how do you know that? Thank you for your question there, Anonymous. So you touched on this, uh, but being sluggish is part of it, uh, feeling like you are in survival mode, that lack of drive that he's speaking of. Yes. Um, so, so it's, I'm, I'm trying to, because now I'm, I'm talking uh, positive psychology, which is all about resilience. Mm. But I'm trying to shy away from the whole clinical thing of saying, oh, I'm going into a depression, because it sounds a bit extreme. You know, but but you can see um, that there is that low mood that is there. You know, that is hanging over you, loss of interest, and all these things which which sort of like pushes us to a to a depression. But um, if you really look at most of survivors, whether it's survivors of the Holocaust, survivors of adversity, whatever, I'm talking about you know the severe part of that. Um, the question is, what happened to these? people and and one of the fathers of, of, of the, 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 the existential uh, therapy um, who was also a survivor actually started to coin the whole um, looked at that and said but what kept these people going mm-hmm. you know you don't have you can so, so would you say he must find something that keeps him going and maybe seek the help of someone like you to get motivation back. To get motivation back. It's the simple thing. You know, saying yes to life. You know, going back and, and asking yourself the question, finding that meaning mm. in life. And it starts with the small things because now the question is what gives you meaning? Yes. And, and it's difficult because sometimes perhaps the things that you had, people that you had are all gone. Mm. And now the question is how do I find meaning again? during this situation and in the midst of what I'm going through, you know. And 
It also goes back to the basic thing of saying yes to life. Yes to life. But about, are you on social media? Can our listeners connect with you there and then find your services, your psychologist uh, services? Oh, okay, yes, I do have a website, which is clinicalpsychologistpretoria.co.za. Uh, uh, they created a Facebook site. I haven't been active, but I promise from t- tomorrow I'll try to be very active. So my details are there. You know, our numbers are there. So if somebody wants to talk to us or to be in touch with us, we are available there. Thank you. Clinical psychologist Pretoria.co.za. Is that what it is? Okay, I think that's what it is. Batseba Mutua is psychologist then in private practice and uh, talking to us in our wellness corner.